Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered for Friday, August 23rd, 2019. I'm Dr. Julianne Malvo, sitting in for Roland, who's traveling today. A city council candidate in Michigan says she wants to keep her community as white as possible. The Arkansas woman accused of holding four black teens at gunpoint has disappeared along with her jail administrator husband. David Koch, the billionaire who helped shape conservative politics, has died. Plus, a special prosecutor has been appointed to investigate the entire Jesse Spolette case. And the final season of Power premieres tonight. You'll see Roland's interview with Ghost himself. That's Omari Hardwick. It's time to bring the funk on Roland Fart Martin. Unfiltered. Absolutely unfiltered. Let's go. Kramer, a candidate for city council in Michigan, shocked a public forum when she said she wants to keep Marysville a white community as much as possible. She made the comment in response to a question about diversity in Marysville, a city in St. Clair County, 55 miles northeast of Detroit. After the forum, Kramer told the local newspaper that she's not against blacks, but she believes married people need to be the same race. <laughs> Mayor Dan Darman called Kramer's comments vile and jaw-dropping, and council member Paul Wessel says Mary Wills is open to anyone who arrives in the city. But I don't know how open it is, y'all. There are only 9,000 people in Marysville, less than 1% black, that's 90. So they were really made very welcome, and I'm sure other black people are rushing to be in this lily-white enclave, I'm sure. A white Arkansas woman accused of holding four black men at gunpoint has fled town just a few days after her husband resigned as the jail administrator. Jerry Kelly and her husband, Joe, moved out of their Arkansas home after receiving death threats. As we reported, the four teens were going door-to-door -door to raise money for the football team. Kelly allegedly pulled a gun out on the teens after they approached her house, and she made the young men lay on the ground with her gun drawn until police arrived. She was arrested days later and was released on bond without having to take a mugshot due to a medical condition. And I wonder what that medical condition might be, advanced insanity? The Koch family announced today that David Koch, the 79-year-old former Koch Industries executive and conservative political activist, passed away. The billionaire had been dealing with declining health and had stepped down from his role in the family's operations in 2018. David and his older brother Charles used millions of dollars to co-pilot a massive movement that shaped conservative politics. The Justice Department said an email sent to immigration court employees this week should not have included a link to a white nationalist website, you think? The email, which included links to daily stories involving immigration news, including a link to a blog post on VDARE, a white nationalist site. The blog post directly attacks sitting immigration judges with racial and ethnically tinged slurs. 
The Immigration Justices Union complained in a letter to the Justice Department publication and dissemination of a white supremacist anti-Semitic website through the Executive Office for Immigration Review is antithetical to the goals and ideals of the Department of Justice, the letter said. And former U.S. Attorney Dan Webb was sworn in today as a special prosecutor to investigate the entire Juicy Smollett case from the former Empire actors' claims that he was the target of racist and homophobic attack to the prosecutor's sudden decision to drop the charges that he had faked the assault. Webb's appointment marks the end of a two-month search by Cook County Judge Michael Tooman, who in June ruled that irregularities in the case warranted a special prosecutor. Okay, y'all, the wait is finally over. Tonight at 8, the final session premiere, season premiere of Power. Last month, Roland sat down with Omari Hardwick, who plays Ghost of the series. Here's the interview, and it's a good one, y'all. Omari Hardwick, what's up, Fred? What's up, Fredos? Good to see you, baby. Yeah, look how we good to see you. Yes, good to see you. Always yes, good indeed. to see you, bro. Last season of Power, man. So it's funny, the first time I sat down and talked to... Uh, to Roland, good people. The last time I talked to Roland, we were talking about, as it pertained to power, we were coming out of the jail season, going into season five. Mm -hmm. And it's ironic because at this point, that season's sort of become, I, I can't say the epicenter of the journey or the storyline, but the story takes place in eight months, when you think about it. It's six and a half years now, mm -hmm. six and a half seasons, but it really, the genesis of it is, you know, from whenever you first were introduced to this sociopath spectrum of, of a genius who also was a dreamer, and that being Ghost, and his brother uh, and Tommy, played by Joseph Shakur, the first time you had a sight of these guys and the start of truth as a nightclub, we're now only about seven months from that point. Wow. So that's been the most interesting thing is if the jail season, Roland and I sat down and talked about, is the epicenter, a sort of crux of where we go from there. Anything could have happened where we saw what the anything was. Mm -hmm. It was this Clay Thompson to Steph Curry mm -hmm. taking a shot, um, that being Tommy, you know, I'm making that analogous to Tommy and, and, and Ghost and taking a shot at his best friend and brother and Ghost and trying to kill him. Ghost tricked me into killing my father. And <laughs> you think, I'm gonna let some shit like that just slide? And you don't know who the fuck I am. I'm sorry about the kids, Tasha. They already been through a lot. And I get it if you gotta make a move against me. But this is how I'm moving now. All right, just go snow with you. Motherfucker saw me. Shit, you fucked up, Tommy. Fuck, you took a shot at the devil and you missed. And obviously, Angela, uh, that character taking the bullet. And so we now don't know what's happened with her. So season six, man, I guess when you play out the eight months that we're speaking about, you needed a lot of time to play out that final season. So we're giving y'all 15 episodes mm -hmm. so that we have a little bit more time, a little bit more, I don't know, I guess some some dirt on the plate so that you can dig your fingers through a little bit better than just giving you a 10, a 10 part season or whatever. The Because it's crazy, season six crazy. If you look at your career, and you talk about all the things you did before power, yeah. th there are there are roles that come along that become career defining, 
even though there are things you could be doing in the mm -hmm. future. If I think about Kerry Washington, she will always be known as a living pope. pope. Always. Richard Roundtree, we were on the uh, red carpet the other night. <laughs> Chef. <laughs> and he said, there was a long time when he said. It was bothering he him. Was, and he said, his daddy said, son, Embrace shut that. the hell up. Yeah. He said, it's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Who have been acting, ain't never been known for nothing. Nothing. I never and he said, that. and he had to stop so himself. True. And he's like, man, look, I've done other stuff. Mm -hmm. It was like. Dude, mm -hmm. so so, what, how does it feel for you? Where no. you look at where you go in your career, the reality that forever, mm -hmm. for ever, you forever, you, you, forever. you you have people have locked death in with you after death. And ghost, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just, that's what it is. I think that um, it is a compliment, and I understand Shaft's father, uh, Richard Roundtree, was a dear friend and a mentor of mine. Obviously, we worked together. Um, on being Mary Jane and special cat. Reminds me of my father, has always looked like my father. So I was part of that legion of folks, right? That's your, so it's an interesting moment for, uh, for me to be able to answer that question because, and you asking me that as Roland Martin, who has iconically um, become a brand in and of yourself and itself, is, if our names are able to mm -hmm. be made as mm -hmm. an it versus the person. It's interesting for you to ask me that because I was, I thought about it, I'm like, I guess I'm a part of that group. I know I'm a part of the mob that made him Shaft. But then go. when I was working with him, I made him Richard. And so I guess maybe the, the better way for me to answer is the amalgamation of the two is what excites me, meaning I can forever be defined as that guy as long as you're open to all the other things that Omari has Precisely. offered. I, I'm good and, and, with it. And, and, I mean, and, and not hate it because I think no, that, it's, it did so. It did everything I for mean, me. I've met some people, man, who man, I, but, that's but, in the past. But, like, but Ghost God. is special, though. So I, I get it. I, I get my big brother in Roland, and not the journalist, but the big brother in Roland, who's known Omari for 15 years. I get, or maybe longer. I get you going, but it's special, though. We never got to see a character that had all of those layers. You, they right. say three, and that being Jamie, James, and Ghost, but it's really like duplicitous and, and multi-layered at the level of perhaps being stated that you played 20 different guys in this guy. Ghost, we need to talk. Tasha, I took you off the list. How'd you even get up here? Did you follow me after the QCP groundbreaking to Terry's garage? You said you weren't gonna see him again. I know you killed him, Ghost. The cops questioned me about it today. You better hope there were no cameras in there. You better hope so, too. So you were there. I fucking knew it. What did you do to him? Where's the body? I don't know what you're talking about. Bullshit, you don't. Everything I've lost is because of you. My home, my family, my life. You have no right to take away my happiness, too. You have no right to take away my future. You just said, you said psychotic and genius. I mean, he was, he was like, I would, I would imagine that, that Tommy is more of the psychopathic spectrum. I asked Courtney years ago, I said, we got to a point where in reading whatever she was presenting that year, Roland, I looked at it and I said, sociopath? And she looked at me in a way of like, interesting. Obviously she knows Omari's a bright guy. So can't, I can't play ghost if I wasn't bright, right, Roland? Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and, and, you, and you can't, you know, it's like a Roland or a Dr. King even getting together and go, oh, Fitz Alpha. And people go, what is that, Roland? You go, he just Fitz Alpha, he's literary, he's about words, we are. 
scientists tend to be more geared toward Omega Sapphire. Shout outs to Jesse Jackson and you know and Shaq who who likes that. You know he he likes those conversations with Shaq about oftentimes the science of something. Like, Alphas are very literary. And Ghost was this poet, because Omari's a poet, mm -hmm. who if you take me as a poet and put it in that which Courtney and Curtis created, and which stars moved one thing that they were gonna say yay to and brought in our thing, and we made the network. We made it, bro. So when Roland points to me, he's like, oh, yeah, the show made it. And yeah, the crew made it. And yes, the crew stayed even later than you, who were there till 18 to 20 hours, but if they get the wrong Ghost, that's that's a frat brother and a brother going, yeah, but oh, if you ain't, that shows Michael Jordan, then there's not five rings. So mm -hmm. it speaks to the fact, because of your point about that, it does equally speak to the fact that when she made me not feel bad about asking sociopath, Courtney added to it spectrum, almost to not make me go to a place where if I believed him to be a sociopath, which I think Denzel's character was a lot in the movie. That's the movie I was watching when learning that Whitney Houston passed away. Mm -hmm. um, Safe House. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Denzel's character was a sociopath and he spoke on great uh, length about the process of playing a sociopath. Um, but was still brilliant. Oof. And see, as which, I think, which he, he nailed. He played it with a young Ryan Reynolds, right? Like, he nailed it. Safe House was up. It's one of my favorite. I think it's Absolutely. one of Denzel's underrated. And I remember I was watching it and then came out of it and Derek Luke had hit me with the news that that our dear Whitney, who we, you know, was our castmate mm -hmm. from Sparkle, had passed on. But when, when Courtney responds in that way of not so far saying sociopath, but going spectrum, she's doing di due diligence to herself as a writer. You as a journalist know when you write a piece or when you're pitching a new show, it's your baby, Roland. Mm -hmm. So it's her baby. So I can't be, in the famous words of, of the character played by Robert Downey Jr. in, in Tropic Thunder, a full retard. <laughs> Not full. So her point is, you're not fully a sociopath. And we want to stop the show if you become fully any one thing. Because so, that's, that's what, what And I that's what I, made Go Special. He was never fully right. one thing. It was so many things. And that the if problem that's is, my nickname. you hate him, then it's like, I can't fully hate him because I love this. I can't, I can't fully love this because he's still not doing right. And you got a chance. And we talked about this also earlier. To me, I, I believe that the greatest thing that Courtney, Curtis, you, uh, uh, the whole cast, Joseph, all of them did, this show was a slow burn. Yeah, man. It was, this was, this, this show, I used this example the other day. I said, and it was interesting, we were talking about it. I said, I said, Empire was oh. a skillet. <laughs> Power was a crock pot. Mm. Because... And again, for people, on the, and y'all need to understand, I mean, I, no, I love break television, it down. I yeah, study it. break it down for them. Empire comes out, it's hot. It's, it's like a skillet. You put, pow, you yep. pop into the skillet, yep. and it, it's, a, it's a quick meal. Yeah. What y'all did was, with a crock pot, it slowly is marinating. That's right. And marinating, and it's building. Now, granted, 22 episodes, and uh, episodes of Power were different, but it's how, and, that, and it was just like the steady build, the steady, so two things the steady are, build, steady build, steady build. And that's why now people are like, what, the last yeah, one? Yeah. Because you, it's just been the steady, yeah. steady, steady. It's not like you hit it, then you, then you drop. But you know what's interesting about that is um, you, made, you made my answer that I'm okay with being called my shaft. Um, Denzel was lucky in the sense that 
take Lucky out, Omari. Right. Don't say Lucky because that would that that would denote that Richard Roundtree's not lucky that he got shafted, and that's your whole point in asking it. So let me take that away. Denzel never had to contend with being called one character name, right? Because he was able to do these characters that Denzel just happened to be bigger than the character. Not that he's bigger than Malcolm X, but he had done so much work, even in Stephen Biko and Cry Freedom, mm -hmm. even in shout outs to what Spike was able to do with him. Oh, and, Blues. and Bleak Gilliam. And, and oh my goodness. He did so much work that we allowed him to be so many different things that re in reality, if it's like watching a tennis match and your head is going back and forth, Roland, we had to contend with looking at Denzel's work left and right at the rapidity in which he was doing it. Mm -hmm. For Shaft, Richard played that character and it went. Rum. But they about forgot. But when you think like about when you think about I know. That's the other key. It was about four of them. Yeah. But when you think about Ghost, and there's not four of them. Right. We know that this will be it. Honestly, bro, honestly, Roland, you just gave me one of the greatest compliments ever because you're saying Denzel threw us 20 characters, mostly on film, outside of yep. his time on, on uh, St. Elsewhere. Yep, yep. Mostly on film. Idris did it on, Idr on Stringer Bell, right? Mm -hmm. Avon Barksdale played by Wood Harris. All of these dear, dear friends mm -hmm. of mine played these incredible roles. Idris Stringer Bell was gone pretty quick, right? Mm -hmm. Then Idris goes off to film and he does his thing. Omari's played Ghost for six and a half seasons. Roland will remind the world, Omari did seven movies while playing Ghost. It's not going to eliminate people calling him Ghost. Precisely. He's done music left and right. Well, maybe the music will allow for a different side of Omari to be right, seen. Right, right. But he is Ghost. When you think about that level of a compliment, what you're saying is you didn't get a part two, three, or four with Ghost. You gave us six and a half years of go. a slow burn. Curtis would be proud of you saying that because he was the one that said, we're slowly going to put this thing out. We don't want to just go, uh, and it be done. Mm -hmm. And he knows a little something about business. And the delivery is everything. So if you deliver a slow burn product, you're allowing for your fan base to be a part of the, the call sheet. Mm -hmm. The fan base is a cast member. Mm -hmm. They get to go, I'm slowly growing mm -hmm. with this guy. And I'm in it. And I'm so by the time you think about Omari... And his completion on that run, or if I left everything on the court in basketball terms, since we're right here, you know, during the NBA playoffs or at its end now, at the end of the day, Roland, I left so much on the court, but with a, as you said, crock potted, non scheme, but an actual Shakespeare with colors that look like Roland Martin, as Courtney, myself, and Curtis, and Naturi, and the Latin diaspora, which we cheat New York if we don't include mm -hmm, that. Absolutely. And the Italian diaspora, which we cheat New York if we don't include that. And yet, you know me more than anybody, Roland. I played the guy to be colorless. I'm just a very proud black man playing him. Right. So there's not the same reality in a Madoff. Madoff is a lot like Ghost. Sociopath. Mm-hmm. Dreaming of all things, narcissistic at times. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he was lovely at times as a father to his kids, and at times not. So when you think about it, some of our greatest figurines that we study historically have been people that really need to be put in the corner and put on time out because they're crazy in a negative way. But then we root for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just never had a character on modern TV as brown people that looked like Omari playing 30,000 pounds of bigness. So if that comes with Ghost as the nickname I'll forever be tagged with, bro, that's all right. Especially if Omari is, as you know, equally as big as the character was big. That's not a bad nickname to be tagged. Not at all. I don't know what Jaleel, uh, Jaleel White feels about Urkel, but Ghost is definitely not that.
I'm not being called Urkel, which is relegated to that of comedy, even if the kid is sweet and he's the next door right. neighbor. That's sort of the balancer between the families on that show that he was a, a, a part of, Family Matters. But Ghost, man, is he made Families Matter mm -hmm. to be poetic. This dude brought families together on Sunday as a killer. And, and on the business side. On the business this side. Is the thing, he taught so much. This is the thing I keep trying to explain to people. This, and again, I, let me take it further. I was watching Stars when Boss came on. Which was dope. Loved it. Which was dope. I, I worked in Chicago. And Kelsey Grammer is dope. You know Kelsey. And Two Kelsey seasons. is dope. I got both of them on DVD. But the reality is this show. You throw in Survivor's Remorse, mm. which, which mm. Okay, followed us at one point. Right. Made the whole network. Mm. The, what people identify now with stars. Yeah, I, I, definitely, I definitely have been told that, you know, Omar, you went from the face of the show, obviously, to the face it's of the network. entire network. Yes. Yeah. And that's huge. Which is huge. Uh, let's talk about black love. And I, 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 I don't think people really understand it. Share your thoughts about when you are going through airports, shoeshine, going mm. through a convenience store, mm. going to a restaurant, security guards, mm. parking lot attendants. Mm. When you get that black love, I mean, I know it's a whole different bruh, thing, bruh. It, it, the, I, it's the, hard the, to put in words, but for you, put just how does it feel when when you when you when you get it? It feels like, uh, and the way that the 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 facial expression, Roland, that you have and 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 had at the at the onset of your question, fifteen seconds ago but still have on your face a smile. That's the specified love that is the love that lifts you, that you drive away from in the car that picked you up at the airport that you're talking about, where you've signed, well, it's not autographs anymore. Selfies. Where you've signed 150 pictures at the airport of uh -huh. destination, but at the airport that you started mm -hmm. out, you did 150. And obviously in that is a whole bunch of people that aren't black, especially Absolutely. the way that, the way that uh, my, my characters have been played, what Absolutely. I brought to them and, and what the journey has been. But when it's the black person, the one that would make it where you're smiling when you ask about it, then if Roland's smiling and ask about it, you mean it's those of us, as I'm looking out to people who perhaps don't look like Roland and I, but for the most part do, um, and, and watching this interview, it's you guys saying, I rock with you, oh. I really do. Or I rock with you, ghost. Mm -hmm. After a while, you know, just the tonality mm -hmm. of the phrase that precedes ghost, I rock with you. That's right. The notes that you rock with me pretty much on all the things that I do. Whether it's talking to Roland, whether it's working right here in Miami and Dade County and Broward, respectively, with the Omari Hardwick Blue Apple po Poetry Network, working with kids. Um, whether it's the podcast that I now have, whether it's prior characters or characters, as Roland said, subsequently will follow Ghost. When you rock with me, there different kind of love. And man, the, and so it, I've it, ironically learned it, it, that the it, love it. includes those that don't necessarily rock with you. So that's what I want to answer to. I've gotten to a place, Roland, where maybe the Christian in me has been able to corroborate, because I'm such a street kid, but I'm very mm -hmm, Christian mm -hmm. and I'm educated, which is why Ghost was what he was. I have equally learned that black love, first and foremost, is most exemplified when the black person who's giving me the love loves themselves. Mm. When they love themselves, bro, mm -hmm. 
they're the love that made you ask me the question with a smile on your face. Mm -hmm. When they don't love themselves, I have learned in my journey, which is quite bountiful at this point and long, I've learned that they equally love me. They just haven't given themselves permission to love themselves. And so it comes out in these forms we call hate or we call, you know, minimizing one, mm -hmm. and making one mm -hmm. only relegated to one character or what have you. But I think it's just because they haven't figured out. I know it's just because they haven't figured out. I don't think. I know it. That they haven't figured out how to love themselves. So equally, I've learned to embrace when the love is not necessarily love from my own people. Like, they just aren't at a place where understanding that thing, as you said, people just don't get it. I equally make it all joy on them. Like, even if you're hating on me, it's like one day you'll get it. Like, those of us that are in Omari's position or in Rola's position who really love us as a people, you can't help but to one day figure it out in a way of it's hard to not love them because they love us. There you go. There and you go. I love our people so much that it's, it's really... It's like I had a dude. I'm a black man in America who was raised by beautiful black families, so I can love everybody because right. I love me. Had a dude who told me, you know he was I mean? like, man, man, the street don't rock with you. And I start laughing. Did he say that to you? Brother, I start laughing. I, I said, brother, let me explain something to you. <laughs> I said, I said, I, I just start laughing. We, had, we were in National Harbor. I'm walking by leaving. Brother, oh my God, Roland Martin. Oh my God, mm. dude, I fucks with you. Mm. He said, no, you don't understand. Tell my girl. Which I is watch. the street so way he, of saying so, I rock so with he's you. So he's like, my girl will tell you. He said, bro, let me tell you something. Anybody mess with you, I got you. Mm. And I was like, oh, I appreciate that. He said. He meant like, no, he, No, no, real. he went. No, he went. Now I'm thinking yeah, he's about yeah, to fight. Yeah. My man pulls his shirt up. Wow. The middle of his chest you see all the scar tissue. His chest had been cracked open. He had been shot. He had been on the operating table. He went, no, no. no. Wow. Anybody, Anybody fucks with you. Wow. I got, and point got talk, you. I got you. And I was like, got it. Got it. Got it. And I, and I tell people yeah, that. Yeah, that's a great story. Because I've had prisoners. That's a great story. I've had prisoners say, dude, I watch your show. You got me through prison. Yeah. And so, but you know so what, though, talk about that. But you know what, though? For any leader of any religion, and you and I know we both are, um, and it's ironic, because that book to your left says religious. Mm -hmm. Does it not, Roland? Mm -hmm. It says religious. Yes, it does. It also says restless next to it. <laughs> restless ambition. Restless ambition. So the reality is, anybody who is of power has restless ambition. It never stops. And it's not about you sitting down and talking to somebody who doesn't contain or possess or uphold your religious beliefs. It's about someone knowing there is a higher power over them. That's right. The reality is all of those different embodiments of leaders in all respective religions, traditional religions, they all rock with sometimes killers. And the lowest common denominator of the brown or the ethnic world that they come from or the minority existence that they walk around in. That doesn't denote killers. But they rock with either killers or the lowest common denominator who might go, nah, I got you for real, and I've been there. Doesn't mean that that brother's not now at the highest numerator reality. At one point, he was at a lower common denominator right. of brother, been shot, been to jail, what have you. Sometimes, bro, that's the greatest compliment in the world. Dude. Because they are the ones 
that are thoroughly able to sift you out as to how real you are. Quickly. It's like a kindergartner who can call out a teacher who substitutes for that one day. The kindergarten is only five, but they can say, now nah, I'm going to run all over this teacher. So when Dude. they rock with you, which I often have realized is the greatest compliment to me, it's sometimes the lower common denominator of our people that fucks with O and the most. There you go. And what blew me away is that. Which is why Ghost was so big. He wasn't the, he wasn't the first prisoner. I've had no, no, it's true. multiple cats. Of course. I've had, dude, dude came to me, he said, Roland, my, he said, my limo driver who started his own company, he said, spent 20 years in prison. Mm. He said, he said, bruh, the, he said, the prison decided to take TV One off. He said, they, they led a prison revolt because wow. they said, no, 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 we got to watch Roller Show in the morning. Yeah. And so what it's I medicine. I, and, and we don't, I, we I, don't I, do these things for, I never played Ghost for God. I never did that, Roland. I never was able to do that. That's maybe why he's so, it's the first time I've said it on an interview. I've said it to friends. I might have said it to my security guard on the way over here. I, I said it. I did say to him, but I'm an activist. So you can't put T.I., who one time worked in the trap house, you can't, but he's an activist. His nature was an activist. His, right. his nurture right. made it where he had to work in the trap. But his nature is that of an activism. Is that of an activist, excuse me. So you can't put his activism in music and not have it activate something. Right, right. You can't make an activist who's a poet play ghost, but a trained actor right. who's trained by the street as well. The amalgamation makes the frenzy of Sunday night where you might love they Tommy, you might love Leela, Angela, you might love Notorious Tasha, but the people that rocked out with Ghost, they were seeing something that you and I both share in common, which is I was activating conversation by playing Ghost. It wasn't for me to play a character to jack off to and show my kids for the remainder of my life on earth with mm -hmm. them. Nah, it was for people to go, yo, that's a conversation piece. Check in with myself when I brush my teeth in the morning. Where do I stand based on the work that O did with Ghost? It was an outreach. Ghost was, yeah, I, I, pay, I paid bills with it. And, and, and I made it where Curtis and Courtney are able to not only have me say that I changed their lives, I mean, that I, I say to them that they changed my life. Equally, I perhaps aided their life, even though they were bigger than I was. She wasn't, but obviously Curtis was. But equally, man, at the end of the day, I did it for people, for people that look like us. Mm -hmm. And we got a lot of us that are in jail. So if you can relate to Ghost, I don't know, five minutes away from being incarcerated, which he's always mm -hmm. five minutes away from incarceration, <laughs> then you're sitting in jail one day mad that TV One is off because Roland can't be watched, and you're equally mad when the Sunday night in the jail doesn't show power because you now have a relatable there you go. reality. You can have conversation without having conversation with Omari. I'm not even there. But if my character is on TV in your cell, I'm kind of there. There you go. Which is powerful, bro. That's powerful. That's a gift from God. So they're giving me the rap signal. So I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to play off of what you just said over here. Restless Ambition, that book that's sitting That's right crazy, there, Which I, I don't even, never even seen the book before. That's crazy. How do you, for the person sitting out there, how do you explain to them to be happy and content wow. where you are, <laughs> but still have restful ambition? You gotta get that show going, bro. <laughs> you gotta get that show going. I'm working on it. Rolling? I mean that. I'm, brother, on the I'm, shield, bro. I'm trying to make it okay. happen. Okay, all right, on the shield, for real. I'm trying to make it happen. All right. It's a show that's going to come to y'all that's created by Roland. And y'all going to see what I meant when I just gave that little. <laughs> so, because um, it's such a great question is what I'm getting at. It's really a great question. Because we do teach um, about 
we do teach that it's important to find contentment and to find satisfaction. Mm -hmm. But we know that we come from a people that have a poverty mentality. And what that means for all of you young kids listening is getting on first base and marrying the local girl or local boy that you were raised with and having a safe job and going to college mm -hmm. and at least getting to those are safety mm -hmm. realities that we are not only born into, but it's put on us every day. You're not necessarily promoted as a brown youth to dream, to be of ambition. Mm -hmm. You are only promoted to get on first base and if it's analogous to baseball, stay there. Don't try to steal second base and for damn sure don't even think about third base, stay on first base. And we forget even trying to own a stadium. He can't own a stadium at all. So I think for me, Roland, I found out very early in the career that it was that of a slave mentality and earned earnestly, meaning that, duh, it's a part of our makeup. So mm -hmm. I don't say it in a negative connotation. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. We were raised in this for 400 some years in this country. We were raised in the reality that that which is minimal is us. That which is maximum doesn't look like us. So I think I came in very early realizing that from Sammy Davis Jr. to what I could be one day, Sidney Poitier in the middle and Bill Russell in the middle while making $3 per basketball game, 11 rings, coach one of those years, and would march with Martin and Malcolm after those games. And the hip-hop greats who curated hip-hop that the young kids who do hip-hop now are benefiting from. Mm -hmm. Everybody from that spectrum, they were allowed to entertain in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I think really early on, man, maybe the alpha in me, Roland, understood that if I relegate myself to simply that, then that is being someone, and it does denote slavery mentality a bit, who is content yes. and happy with the world not just saying ghosts when I walk by, but maybe screaming a couple other characters mm. that they might mm. connect with Shabu from Next Day Air, mm. Free from Gridiron Gang, all the shit while I'm a bad guy, because being bad connects to people. We all have That's right. the reality of good angel, bad angel. Right. And it's fun to be bad. It's harder to be good mm -hmm. or to maintain being good. So even if they're yelling that out, they're yelling that out for characters played in front of the camera rolling. It's not me looking at you and going, Roland, make sure you produce that project that you said you're gonna do. Mm -hmm. I'm working on it though. Well, equally what happened for me is I, I realized that the restless ambition did not state to God that I don't feel blessed. Right. Or that I'm right. not satisfied. Right. Or that I'm not okay. Or that I don't think Brave and Nova are eating well enough. Or that I don't hear the family members who actually don't just have a dream, but have plans to execute it, so I might invest in their dreams. Mm -hmm. No, I hear it all, and I count it all joy. And you and I being from the South, we get this, but at the, end of, the middle of the country, but at the end of the day, Roland, God would look at me like, man, I didn't give you all of those wits and smarts about yourself to stop at first base, having a couple right. people right. yell at you while you make it to first base right. and go, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And it is relative. Right. Because Roland and Omari's first base might not be a lot of the people that are listening to this interview's first base. Mm -hmm. Their first base might feel like home plate and they never really left. Mm -hmm. So it's relative. But my first base, to Roland's point, my first base couldn't have just been something where people went, man, he's good. That brother's good. And I always wanted people that look like me to, to at least got, 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 I don't know, to at least got a bit of permission from an Omari who said, I'm going to steal second base, mm -hmm. I'm going to go to third, I'm going to come back over here, I'm going to attempt to own the stadium. Mm -hmm. Attempt is operative, but hey, maybe I'll wipe out the word attempt and add, I'm going to own the stadium. And, and, you know, it's a very 
difficult thing as a black American to, to figure that out. Nipsey Hussle's whole thing was, I'm trying to own some shit mm -hmm. and bring it back to our neighborhood. But equally, make it as viable as the 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 the, the properties owned by people that don't look like me and the people from my neighborhood. But how do I? And I gotta and I gotta and God bless that 33 year old young man for executing a mm -hmm. lot of those plans. That's right. But equally, Nipsey knew at the end of the day, man, I can't be a slave to my own master. Right. I gotta be a master to my master. That's it. I mean, and Victor says it best. You and I learned that poem for a reason. The master of one's own fate. So I and think the captain of my soul. That's it, bro. So restless ambition for me would be simply stay. I'm alive. Some of those greats like a puffy says, man, you can you can sleep when you die. So as long as I'm alive, why would I kind of because my son and my daughter rolling? They're always looking up and That's saying, right. did Papa take a break yet? Man, if Papa ain't taking a break, then right. we can't say nothing. There you go. So I think that's how I take it on. But I'm so thankful for God that I even get an opportunity for Roland to ask me that. The fact that you care about what I have to say, like people don't, because of social media, everybody thinks they got a microphone. Right. And that they're Roland Martin. Roland Martin has tried and tribulated for eons, becoming as mastered a craftsman as you are at holding court with people that are equal your brain. Mm -hmm. Man, that takes a lot. So I never forget about the journey on the way to getting to your table and for my big brain right. to rock with yours. So I see the journey in slow motion. But I definitely have a, a ticking clock that won't ever stop. That's right. I definitely do, bro. Well, I was, I'll say this first to the cameras. What I also appreciate is that you've always taken time. You've made it clear. Yo, y'all want, want me to interview all these other major shows. No, no. He <laughs> gonna get time. And the reason that's important. It's important because I said, as I said, same thing to Kerry Washington. Because there's a lot of people who you could talk to them early on. Mm. And as they go up, mm. no, 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 I ain't got time. No, wow. But the key is also saying, no, no, it's the, it's the connection. And saying, no, all along the way, as you said, I'm gonna rock with the folks who always rock always. with me. Roland, you always rock with me. When I was on, coming off of Saved, where I played number two to Tom Everett Scott, that's before Dark Blue. That's after Gridiron Gang, during, <laughs> during uh, uh, Guardian with Kevin Costner. Like, bro, that's, that's, that's Omari, who's Michael B. Jordan's present age. You've been rocking with me for so long, it's like, Roland cared. So it's the same person that goes, you remembered me, the fan that says, right, you right, remember me? And right. I go, in the airport, you tripped over right, the court right, right. to get to me to take a picture. <laughs> there you go. You tripped over the court, a lot of people would have remained in the embarrassment and gone, right. I'm good. You tripped, and then you got up like a football player and kept, and you scored. Right, right. You scored. Like, I took the picture with you. How could I forget you? I might not nail your name, but I'm almost pretty good with right. nailing a person's name. And see, what I do is when somebody goes, you remember me? And I go, no. And they go, God, my wife always tells me, she's like, bro, and she said, make them feel good. I said, no, no, no. Because what you just said, I said, no. Because when I actually remember. Yeah. I said, I came from. That's right. I said, but when I actually remember. Then it'll be more genuine. Right. I said, but if I don't, I don't. Yeah. But when I say, no, no, no. You had this on. So you know what the irony is that? And you, 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 same thing. You, you, uh, you walked this way. They were like, damn, you remember all that? Last I said, I told you. Like a lasting impression. Because I told you I remember. I tell young cats all the time. I say, I got zero problems with taking a picture. If I'm with the family, it's family time. But when I'm alone, right. I take 9,000. My issue is they forget often to say, I'm so-and-so. Pleasure to meet you. There you go. I like your work so much. Do you mind if I get a picture? There you go. Like it's reciprocity. It's not, I don't owe you hey. a picture if you don't give me something. Right, right. You mean me giving you my name and something? Absolutely. Now I have something of your lineage. Your grandparents made your parents, who then gave you a name when they made you, 
Give me that. Right. Let me have something. Right. Just say high. They don't care that we <laughs> need something, but we do need something. High is good, bro. High means that you acknowledge that I wasn't the lion at the zoo. And what I do with the young you know, brothers like that I know, deep. your people about to drop, they're like, I'm about to cut them. I make the young brothers, I will not take a photo unless they smile. That's true. I don't take off the shades. I tell them. I'm big on the shades. We don't take prison photos. I don't have some brothers that keep the shades on. I'm like, I can't see your soul, bro. You, you gotta, gotta take smile. Your shades I said, we ain't taking the photo. That's dope. Cause guess what? Cause most of them being raised, you gotta be hard. I said, no, no, no. no you can no, smile no. on the photo. No, no. And you can say you like a brother. Like, there's no problem with it. Always be there. Always for you, good, bro. baby. Always I appreciate be there it for you, bro. Good luck in everything that's next. Thank you, bro. Same to you. Yes, sir. I'm gonna mess with you. I told you. I, oh, I'm right. on it. Right. I'm on it. All right, done. Peace, y'all. and me growing up in Cleveland, Ohio. I remember when Emmett and I were growing up, you would take us to different events that we really didn't want to go to. I remember going to see Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I remember seeing John F. Kennedy uh, when he was running for president. You always thought of ways to involve us so we understood that um, the community was really our family and we had to be involved in the community to have progress. Well, I think it was very important for you to see the action, to see the, what adults were doing to work toward things that would be better. I learned about the issues as I became involved in the community. You and Emmett were in elementary school and uh, I became PTA president. I wanted you and Emmett to get the best that you could in regard to education in terms of growing up and be able to choose whatever field you like to go into. And if I recall, you started protesting and uh, there were uh, rallies, but you also decided to go back to school. I decided that I wanted to go back and get my bachelor's degree. Then I heard about a fellowship that was being offered to change agents at Case Western Reserve University, and I applied for that. And you became a professor at Cuyahoga Community College, that's right. correct, right? But that was in early childhood development, and you actually ran the early childhood department. Oh yeah, I was head. One of your experiences was working for the first African-American mayor in the city of Cleveland, mm -hmm. uh, Carl Stokes. That makes me think of working with the ministers and the Council of Churches. When uh, Martin Luther King came to Cleveland to encourage people to vote for Carl Stokes and his talking about the importance of not only voting, but for what he always said about the character of his children. I remember sitting around the kitchen table and talking about how you can uh, work within your community to strengthen your community, and I got a really a profound respect for public service. Well, I'm glad we can sit down and talk. I am very proud of what you and Emmett have done, have taken your own path, and love you. Love you too. Wasn't that a great interview with Lee Saunders and his mom? That concludes today's edition of Roland Martin Unfiltered. 
I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to tune in, tune in Monday. Roland will be back. He's going to have new, fascinating stories, great panels, a whole bit. But don't forget, while you're thinking about it, go to RolandSMartin.com and join the fan club, RolandSMartin.com. Roland's created this thing out of whole cloth, and he needs your support. So check it out. Join the fan club. Here's the latest list. We'll see you again next week. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.37. 
6.75% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.